My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for coming back to another episode of Girl God's Got You. I'm right now recording on my phone because I am in Idaho for a business trip right now and I forgot my microphone. So if the audio sounds a little bit different, it's because I'm recording on my phone. But luckily, iPhones are very good quality and usually it it sounds pretty good. So I hope it sounds good on your end. But today I'm going to be talking about the topic of why it could be so hard to take your own advice. And this is something my mom tells me sometimes. She likes to listen to my podcast, which is so sweet that she listens. And sometimes after the podcast, she says, Isabel, I love all the tips. I love all the advice, but sometimes I don't think you're really taking your own advice. And I've realized that It's really easy for us to share advice on self-confidence. It's really easy to share advice on worrying or overthinking or trusting God or letting go of the past, but it can be really hard to take our own advice. I think we share so much advice about the things we know deep down that we struggle with, and we struggle with them because we deep down know what to do. It's just hard to actually do it. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic today of why it's so hard to take your own advice. And one way that I'm able to remind myself of this advice and kind of change my mindset around where I'm not really following my own advice, specifically for me about overthinking, worrying, making mountains out of molehills, and maybe not trusting God as much as I know I should. And so before I go into the song of the week and the God's Got You moment of the week, I really quickly wanted to share this article about the psychology behind why we can never trust or take our own advice. Now, I wanted to find the research behind this, so I looked it up on Google, and after some uh, some researching, I found this cool article. It's on EliteDaily.com, and it says that Dan Arely, he's a behavioral ec- economist, a best-selling author, and advice columnist for The Wall Street Journal, told the New York Magazine all about his perspective of why it's so hard for us to take our own advice. And he said that when we're entrenched in our own personal problems, our judgment gets clouded by our emotional attachment to the situation. We become distracted by our own thoughts and feelings about our issue, all of which can stop us from looking at it rationally. But when we help someone else through their problems, we have less emotional investment than they do. He said, when we are in a particular situation, we take lots of irrelevant factors into account. But when we're external to it, we sometimes look at things more objectively. And I thought, wow, that makes so much sense because when we're dealing with our own problems and our own insecurities and the things that we're struggling with, we tie so much emotion to it. And something that my dad has told me since I was a little girl is don't let your emotions control you. It's good to have emotions, it's good to have feelings, 
But the reason why we're able to give good advice to people and if they take it, it works out, it's because we're looking at it from an external perspective where our emotions are less tied up because they're not our own struggles, they're someone else's. So when I read this article, it gave me a lot of peace thinking, okay, I'm not weird or I'm not wrong to take my own advice. It's just because I have my own personal emotions tied up in them. And I really like when Dan Arely, the behavioral economist, when he said that when we're external to this, we could sometimes look at things more objectively. So the question I really want to answer in this podcast is how can we look at our problems more logically and objectively? And I wrote down, you know, what's the God's got you response to this? And I just want to say the God's got you response is that God's got you because he knows the solution that we need to work toward to overcome our issues. He knows what the journey is supposed to look like. And that gives me so much peace, knowing that even if we don't necessarily know how to handle this, God knows the exact journey. And that's why we should feel like there is a solution because God knows it's there even if we don't understand it yet. And so that's the background behind this topic. But before I dive into more of the God's got you response to this, I wanna share the quote of the week. And it's by C.S. Lewis and he says, You can't go back and change the beginning, but you could start where you are and change the ending. And I saw this on Pinterest, not going to lie. I love going through Pinterest and finding quotes. And I like sharing little quotes within the podcast because I love the one-liners. And I really love this part of the quote where it says, you could change the ending. And that is so important because for me, I oftentimes get stuck in the past or I overthink things or I can't forgive myself or if I'm stressing out, I feel bad because I'm not trusting God. And we just have to realize that we cannot change the past, but we can change the ending. And the best way to change the ending is to stop thinking so much about the past and start doing what we can in the present to make the future look better. There is this great podcast called The Brendan Show. It's by Brendan Burchard. And he had a podcast, I think it was called Overcoming Your Thresholds. I'm going to link the podcast episode in the show notes below. But he had this great one-liner and he said, we cannot write the next chapter until we stop reading the old one. And I love that so much because we could get so stuck on the things we do wrong and the things that we mess up on, but we really have to realize that it's just going to hold us back if we dwell on all these things. And so that's why I really love the C.S. Lewis quote, that we can change the ending. And the song that I want to share, it's called God's Not Done With You. It's by Torrin Wells. And I heard this song, I used to listen to it all the time, but then it came on my phone randomly. And oh my gosh, I love it so much. So I'm going to be sharing my favorite part of the chorus. And then the bridge is beautiful. So the chorus says, God's not done with you, even with your broken heart and your wounds and your scars. God's not done with you. Even when you're lost and it's hard and you're falling apart. God's not done with you. It's not over. It's only begun. So don't hide. Don't run because God's not done with you. And then he says, he's got a plan, and this is part of it. He's going to finish what he started. He's got a plan, this is part of it. He's going to finish what he started. And I really love this song because it reminds me that even when we struggle with little things where we think, okay, I know the advice I should take to get over this, but I'm not taking my own advice. I love this song because it reminds me that even in those times, God is still here. He is right next to us, wanting to help us get through whatever things that we're going through. And I love how he said, it's not over, it's only begun, and that God's going to finish what he started. 
I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, and I think I've talked about that quite a bit on this podcast, but whenever I hit a point where I'm not feeling the best, maybe I made a mistake, or maybe I'm just feeling unsettled, I feel like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get over this? I make, make it a huge deal, or I just, I feel like there's an obstacle, and I shouldn't, I should be okay because I know all the ways to be okay through, you know, God, praying, having friends and family around me. But just because you have a bad day or go through, through something hard doesn't mean that it's, it's over. It's going to keep going on. It's going to end up being a great life. So I hope this is making sense. But I love this song. I hope you enjoy listening to it. It's the link down below. And please let me know what you think on uh, the podcast Instagram. You could comment about it. Or if you have any other great songs that you like, please comment it on the podcast Instagram, which is girl.godsgotyou. And then I'd say that my God's Got You moment of the week I'd say two of them. First, I am in Idaho on a business trip, and I really love working with my dad. He's just so sweet and so cute and so funny, but he's also very logical and an amazing financial advisor. So I love all of that so much. He's one of my biggest role models. I have loved so much being able just to work with him and see his passion. He's such a great mentor. And then my second God's Got You moment of the week is actually about my mom. (laughs) I have a joke that I talk about my parents all the time, but I do because they're some of the closest people in my life. And my mom has a health coaching business. Mom, if you're listening to this, I'm going to give a shout out. It's Desert Health Management. You can go to deserthealthmanagement.com and see all of her blog posts. You can sign up for her email. She is a health coach, so you can sign up for a coaching slot if you want. She gives so much great advice, and I'm just really proud of her how far she's come. And she is so organized and has such a passion to help people. So really to sum it up, my God's Got You moment of the week is just having my parents as some of my closest role models and just seeing how well they live life and how hard they work for the glory of God. So that's my God's Got You moment of the week. It's the quote of the week, the song. And now I really want to dive in to the main Bible verse of this entire podcast. And it's from John chapter 8, verses 31 through 32. And it says, So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So one thing that helps me when I'm stuck in a rut, when I'm feeling unsettled, when I realize, oh, I should take my own advice, but why is it so hard for me to take my own advice? One thing that works for me is to reiterate to myself the ideas that I know to be true. I like to reiterate these truth affirmations to myself because as this verse says in John, the truth will set you free. Even when you're overcome with stress, even if you're comparing yourself, even if you're worrying about the smallest things and you're making them a big deal, or even if you just don't really feel like yourself, reminding you of the things that you know to be true can really ground yourself. And for this, it could be Bible verses, sayings that your family has told you your whole life, worship song lyrics, quotes, one-liners, your affirmations can be anything. And so I had a list of 10 affirmations I tell myself, but the list is actually about 13. So I wanted to either have 10 or 15, but I came up with 13. So here's 13 affirmations I tell myself, 13 truths that I know to be true that help give me peace. And I reiterate these to myself as much as I can. When I'm feeling down, sometimes I think, oh, it's not going to work. But most of the time, just saying these truths over and over and over again helps me so much. So I'm going to list these 13 affirmations, just going one after the other. And then I'll go back and share why they mean so much to me. I don't want this podcast episode to be too long, but I do want to break these down with some Bible verses and, and some 
some life stories as to why these affirmations mean so much. And I would encourage you after this episode to write down your affirmations. It could be three affirmations. It could be 10. It could be 20. However you, however many you want. And I would encourage you to write them down in a journal and put them in your phone. So anytime you're just not feeling yourself or you're going through something where you know the advice and you know the truth to overcome it, but it's a little bit harder this time, you could go back to these truths, read them in your journal, read them on your phone, and they help more than you know. So I'm just going to go through my one through 13. So number one, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Number two, I was created on purpose for a purpose. Number three, I am confident in God's power. Number four, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. Number five, I can trust my decisions when they lean on God's wisdom. Number six, I can trust the process. Number seven, Jesus loves me more in a moment than anyone ever could in a lifetime. Number eight, God will give me the strength I need to do everything he wants me to do today. Number nine, the unknown isn't as daunting because God knows each step I need to take in my journey. Number 10, God will provide infinitely more than I can ever imagine. Number 11, forgive yourself. Forgiveness means choosing not to think about it anymore. Number 12, don't waste today worrying about tomorrow or regretting yesterday. And number 13, I am who God says I am. I hope those affirmations meant a lot to you. They mean so much to me and they really give me so much peace. And even as I read these truths, it just makes me feel so much better. And I'm going to start reading these affirmations to myself every single morning. I'm going to write them out in really neat handwriting in my journal so I can look back to them. And I really want to put them on a piece of paper and hang it up in my room. Just have it a little bit everywhere. And a little cute personal story I want to share before I go into the background behind these 13 affirmations actually happened last night. I was hanging out with my little cousins and the little girl, she had this list of affirmations taped on the wall next to her bed. And the one that really stood out to me was God has chosen me because of who I am. And she's only nine years old. And I think she wrote these affirmations a couple years ago when she was about seven years old. And it almost made me cry just how sweet that is that from such a young age she has written down beautiful truths and so that was also inspiration for me to just do this podcast tonight because i've been wanting to do a podcast all about affirmations for a while and then i saw those hanging up in her room and i thought oh my gosh that must be a sign that is so cute and so precious so with that i want to kind of go into the background of these affirmations i promise they won't be too long and a lot of them i will group together but the first one i am fearfully and wonderfully made this is inspired of course by a bible verse it's from psalm 139 for some reason i'm drawing a blank i don't know exactly uh what specific verse it is in psalm 139 um yeah uh, that's hilarious that i'm looking it up right now Oh yeah, Psalm 139 verse 14. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not the best at memorizing verses. Let me just say that. But yeah, it's inspired by that. And I just love it specifically for the word wonderfully. Just wonderfully made. I made God's image. God knew what he was doing when he created me. So anytime I maybe don't feel the most confident or maybe I don't really like who I am all the time, God made me for a purpose, on purpose. And that goes with the second affirmation that I should trust 
the process that God had when he created me. And I just have the peace knowing that he's going to take care of my future. He's going to direct my steps because he created me fearfully and wonderfully on purpose for a purpose. And because of this, it goes to affirmation three. I'm confident in God's power. His power is what propels me. And constantly throughout the day, I tell myself, Isabel, you have to pray to God right now and ask for strength and ask for his power and his confidence because you can't do it on your own. There's times where I literally don't have enough confidence and strength to get over things just because of my personality and we all are not sufficient enough to do this on our own and that's when we need God and so I want to be confident in God's power knowing that I can't do this on my own but through God's strength and his power and his confidence I could do all things through God who strengthens me and this also leads into affirmation number five I can trust my decisions when they lean on God's wisdom so when you think about it when you're confident in the plan God has for you and when you're praying to him, asking him for signs, asking him for clear direction, when you do make a decision, you should be confident in that decision because it leans on God's wisdom. For me, it could be really hard for me to make decisions because being a perfectionist, I don't want to make the wrong decision. But I tell myself, Isabel, if you're focusing on God's wisdom, you're asking him for guidance. If you feel like this is the right decision, take it. And if it's not the right decision, God will show you what is the right one. And number four, my affirmation four, I kind of skipped over it. Sorry about that. But I want to talk about it because this one is probably one of the most important out of all of these. That, that's a lot. It's a quote that my dad has told me literally since I was probably four years old. He said, don't sweat the small stuff. And it's all small stuff. <laughs> and so sometimes when I'm stressing about something or overthinking, my dad looks at me and he says, sis, don't sweat the small stuff. And I look at him and I say, I know it's all small stuff. But really, I mean, there's a lot, obviously a lot of big things in life that you stress about, but a lot of the little things in life, it's just small stuff. When I say it's just all small stuff, like get it out of your head. Just don't think about it. And I just tell myself throughout the day, like my dad says, don't sweat the small stuff. It's all small stuff. And my parents really do give me a lot of peace. So their advice means the world to me. And number six is I can trust the process. And I find that I'm a little bit of a control freak when it comes to controlling my day, controlling my schedule. Sometimes it could be hard for me to be flexible or spontaneous, even though I love being flexible and spontaneous. It just doesn't come as easy to me. Having lists and routine comes so easy to me, and I love it. And so with that, there are so many unknowns in life that I cannot control. And so I tell myself, you can trust the process. Isabel, you can trust the process. Because deep down I say, okay, I can't do this. I'm not trusting God. I can't do this. But then when I say, no, Isabel, you can, it's almost as though I'm just hyping myself up. Like, I can do this. I can trust the process. Even when there is unknown or I don't know what's going to come next, I can trust the process because I trust God. And so this is just a really short sentence that I tell myself. I can trust the process. I can do it. You're just hyping yourself up with these positive affirmations. So affirmation seven, this is a quote that I found a long time ago. It's one of my favorites. It's Jesus loves me more in a moment than anyone could ever love me in a lifetime. And I love repeating this to myself because sometimes when I'm just feeling down or maybe not feeling the most confident, I think about the people that love me the most in life. My parents, my brother, my boyfriend, my Nana, my pop, the people that really, really love me a lot. Of course, obviously, if I didn't list your name, I know you love me so much, but these just popped into my head. You know, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my friends. And I think, wow, as much as those people love me, God loves me 
way more than I could ever imagine. And when I think about that, I just realize that everything's gonna go be okay because my self-worth is in a God who loves me so much. And for any of you guys listening and you're just having maybe some self-confidence problems or you're just feeling nervous and unsettled, think about the person that you think loves you the most and multiply that by infinity. And that's how much God loves you. And because he loves you, he cares about you and he will help you through the hard times. Affirmation eight, God will give me the strength I need to do everything he wants me to do today. There are days where we have a lot of stuff on our to-do list and a lot going on, and it can be really overwhelming. But knowing that God will give you the strength, if he really wants to complete this task, he will give you the time and the strength and the patience. So knowing that he has a, an abundance of strength that he wants to give you, and he will help you with it. Affirmation nine, the unknown isn't as daunting because God knows each step I need to take my journey. And this goes with affirmation 10, God will provide infinitely more than I could ever imagine. That's inspired by a verse in Ephesians, if you guys want to know, one of my favorite. And I love this so much, and I share that verse all the time. But when I look back at my life in a year, or two years, or three years out, I think, wow, God has provided so much. And sometimes we can look at our lives, and they look worse than they did a couple years ago. Whatever your situation is, sometimes it looks better, sometimes it looks worse. But when you realize that God will provide infinitely more than you can imagine, knowing that if you're going through a great time, he can extend it. And if you're going through a bad time, he will help you get out of it. Just understanding that God has a plan that's way bigger than you could ever think and knowing he will provide more than you can even fathom. And when I ponder that, I realize, wow, I should not be so worried about these present little moments because in the grand scheme of things, God has a much bigger plan. And God is way bigger than your fears, and he's way bigger than your worries. Number 11 and 12 go together. It's all about forgiving yourself. And forgiveness means choosing not to think about it anymore. Whether it's about forgiving yourself, forgiving someone else, thinking about past mistakes you made, letting them go, and you don't want to waste today worrying about tomorrow or regretting yesterday. Because Satan's going to remind you of all the things you've done in life, all the things people have done to you, all the bad habits that you may have, or maybe all of the hardship and trauma you've gone through in the past. He's going to bring all those up, but you have to realize that he's just trying to help make you waste today by worrying about tomorrow or regretting yesterday. He doesn't want you living today and to keep going in life and to bring others closer to God and for you yourself to be close to God. He wants you to waste the day, but don't let Satan waste the day. That's what I tell myself. I'm not going to let Satan waste my day. I'm not going to worry. And repeating that to myself over and over again helps me so much when I am going through a difficult time. And the final one, affirmation 13, is I am who God says I am. And I asked the question in my little sub point, my outline, well, who does God say you are? And this is what he says. You are worth it. You are capable. You are strong. You are positive. You were created for a reason. You are valued and you are loved. You are who God says you are, not who you say you are, not who other people say you are, who God says you are. And you know what? God thinks so highly of you. He loves you so much and he wants you to come back to him. And he has his arms out open and he wants you to run into his arms and he wants you to just keep coming back to him. You are who God says you are. And this is one of my favorite affirmations in this list because 
even when we don't think the best about ourselves, even when we're feeling down, God thinks about us so much and he loves us so much. He thinks the most of us and he believes in us. And so I just, I really wanted to make this, you know, short and sweet podcast for any of you out there that are struggling with taking your own advice, whether it's about not having fear about the present and how you're going to get over different issues, or maybe it's about the health of your family, or maybe you're struggling with feeling self-confident and have self-worth, or maybe you're just kind of bored in life. You don't know where to go next. There's so many areas in our life where we give advice, but we don't oftentimes take it. And really just to reiterate, the truth will set you free. The Bible says the truth will set you free. And so I challenge you, write down your truths. Write down your affirmations. Right after this episode, I'm going to write mine down really pretty in my journal. And try it out because we may think, oh, it won't really work. That's kind of silly. But it really works more than you know. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. If you have any affirmations that you want to share, please email them to me at girlgodsgotyou at gmail.com or you could DM them to me at the girl.godsgotyou Instagram and I will share it on my Instagram story, any fun affirmations you have. But thank you for listening and I'm excited to talk to you in the next episode. Bye.